0: This is Off The Ball Breakfast. If we're honest, I think there is a fascination about a female who fights like Katie Taylor. Subscribe to the Off The Ball Breakfast podcast on the Off The Ball app now. Rugby Daily
1: on Off The Ball. Welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormick and on the way we hear from Jacques Nienaber for the first time as Leinster senior coach. But there's bad news for the province at out half. The injury news is mixed for Connacht ahead of their Champions Cup opener and the composition of the two Irish sides are revealed ahead of the Celtic challenge. First up to date, Leinster have confirmed that Ross Byrne is out until the new year. The Ireland half sustained an arm injury in their win over Munster at the Aviva and has required surgery to correct it. No precise time frame has been placed on Byrne's recovery but the absence renders him a doubt for the start of Ireland's Six Nations campaign. Jamie Osborne will miss Sunday's Champions Cup opener away to La Rochelle, a game you can hear live and off the ball, having suffered a shoulder injury in Saturday's narrow win over Connacht. Keane Healy came through a substitute appearance in Galway with no issues from a shoulder injury of his own. Meanwhile, new Leinster senior coach Jacques Nienaber met the press for the first time today. Among them was our own Ashling O'Reilly who got to sit down one-on-one with Nienaber and here's just a sample from their conversation.
0: And what was it for you that you decided you wanted to leave international rugby to come to the, the club side of things? Yeah, the, I explain now. Uh, I, it's probably going to be a little bit of a lengthy on, answer, but I'll try and keep it as short as possible. Uh, the, the main thing of international rugby is that, it, that that I was this year I was away from, from home for six months and a year. Although you only do 30, 13 test matches, uh, you never at home. Where yeah, uh, with club rugby, you do uh, 40, 42, 38 matches but like this weekend we are playing away from home but but tonight I'm at home I can have a meal with my family we, if this was an international game you would have been in a hotel somewhere and you won't be home so for me the big thing was just I needed to get out of international rugby uh, um, because uh, myself and the family spoke uh, in January, February and we said listen we just need some time together again um, uh, because the demands are so great uh, uh, and you have to, uh, on international rugby and you, have, uh, you are away from, from your family for so long mm-hmm. so that was the big reason and, I, and why Leinster was when the opportunity I, I didn't know but the, it, it will be Leinster but um, uh, the, when Leinster the opportunity came along uh, the, the one thing that I was nervous of if you leave international rugby is the challenge that, that, that you will get from players inter, top international players I mean they challenge you and you have to really uh, know what you talk about they uh, and your uh, your sessions, your planning must be good, so I was always nervous i didn 't want to lose that and and luckily with this squad that you 're working with i mean this is an international squad the 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 coaching group that you work with is top international coaches uh, and the fans will be demanding and with, with with one demanding in a nice sense of way they they will demand excellence and performance, you know so the same that you will get from an international uh, a, a job. So for me, it's a perfect fit. Get some family time, not a holiday, but some family time. And then also an environment that will, 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 uh, will challenge you. Mm-hmm. And what has your first impressions been? I know it's only been about two weeks now or so, not even. What is your first impressions of, of the squad and how things
1: work here in Leinster?
0: No, uh, the, the, exactly what I expected uh, uh, when you look at Leinster from the outside and you look at uh, how they play and how they perform and mm-hmm. uh, 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 they, they're obviously a classy outfit, so not even being in the environment, just looking at them uh, they look like an outfit that know what they want and that's well prepared and um so a classy outfit, and that's exactly what i what I got when I got here i got some players we, you i got to no players that's classy that's that that puts a high demand on preparation and and being organized and uh and i got a coaching group that 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 are well aligned and 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 that 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 plan well and and analyze well and deliver the message well and get the information across well so that's what I got. Uh, exactly what I expected.
1: Bundiaki is set to feature in Connacht's Champions Cup opener with Bordeaux. The Ireland centre hasn't played since the World Cup but he has shaken off the effects of a hamstring injury. However, scrum half Cullum Riley is faced with 12 weeks on the sidelines having undergone surgery on an ankle ligament injury. Oshin Dowling and Tiernan O'Halloran will be assessed closer to the Bordeaux visit after picking up shoulder and foot injuries respectively. Shane Bolton and Gavin Thornbury, though are back in contention for this weekend. There's mixed news for Ulster, ahead of Saturday's game away to Bath. Ben Moxham required an MRI on the knee injury he sustained in the weekend's three-point defeat at home to Edinburgh. Will Addison is also a major doubt for the Champions Cup opener at the wreck, having left Kingspan Stadium with a concussion. In better news, Rob Herring, Michael Larry, Ian Henderson and Jake Flannery are all back in training this week and in contention for the trip across the Irish Sea. Three Munster players have extended their stays with the province today. Hooker Dearman Barron, prop Jeremy Lockman and scrum half Paddy Patterson have all signed two-year extensions. All three will remain with Munster until the summer of 2025 at the earliest. Barron has emerged as a front-runner to replace Peter O'Mahony as Munster captain this season, having led the team out on three occasions so far. Meanwhile, recent retirees Keith Earls and Andrew Conway will be given their chance to wave goodbye to the Thomond Park faithful at Saturday's Champions Cup meeting with Bayonne. The IRFU has revealed the composition of the two Irish teams that will take part in the upcoming Celtic Challenge Series. Last month, it was revealed that Ireland, Wales and Scotland will double their number of teams in the competition. Following on from the combined provinces that won the inaugural series, the next iteration will see Ireland represented by the Clovers and the Wolfhounds. The Clovers are a concoction of Connacht and Munster players, while the Wolfhounds are comprised of players from Leinster and Ulster. The two Irish sides will help open the competition at Musgrave Park on December 29th. Scotland will be represented by Edinburgh and Glasgow Warriors, much as they are in the URC, while the Welsh teams are the Brython Thunder and Gualia Lightning. Games will be played, at least for the Irish teams, at Donnybrook's Energia Park, Musgrave Park and Kingspan Stadium. Carl Dixon has been confirmed as the referee for Ireland's Six Nations opener away to France in Marseille on February 2nd. The English official will be assisted by countryman Matthew Carley and the Australian Jordan Way. Ben Whitehouse will be in the TMO bunker. Pierre Brousset will lead an all-French team to oversee the visit of Italy to Dublin nine days later. Dixon will assist referee Andrea Piardi for the February 24th meeting with Wales. Nika Amashu-Kelly, who oversaw Ireland's World Cup thrashing of Romania, will take charge of Ireland's game with England. Matthew Carley will return to referee the potential Grand Slam clincher against Scotland on St Patrick's weekend. Bruce A., Piardi and Christoph Ridley will all be taking charge of their first Six Nations games this season. Scottish official Holly Davidson will also make her tournament bow, running the line at Twickenham for the meeting of England and Wales. Finally, Joe Schmidt is among the names, being linked with the head coach's job with Georgia – the former Ireland head coach was part of Ian Foster's backroom staff at the World Cup, but left along with Foster after their defeat in the final. Schmidt has been mentioned by the Abragan podcast as a contender to replace Levan Maïs who left after a disappointing World Cup. Eddie Jones is another name apparently in the frame, as is that of former Montpellier coach Richard Cockrell. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby Feed to keep this podcast coming to you Monday to Friday free of charge. My name is Richard McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you to Borrow. Till then, thanks for listening.